No, Mob. I hope this finds you well. I just listened to a recording from uh, Annie Oprah. Yes, I call Oprah Winfrey auntie because in our culture, anyone that we see as being an elder or who practices eldership, so eldership is a person who has life experience and who has turned that life experience is into wisdom and shares that into the world in a way that they want to inspire and empower others to become their best self, to become their truth in honour of themselves and in honour of what they're here to do and what they've been called to do. Uh, we call them auntie or uncle to honour their eldership, to honour their life and their lived experience and respect what they've been through with the understanding that we they have some value, they have something to show us, to teach us. And she shared the power of your intention is far more powerful than the thing you do because your intention and the real why behind what you do and who you choose to be will be the thing that brings the energy back to you, will be the thing that guides or shapes the, the outcome of who you become, of where you end up and the results of, of that intention. It definitely shapes and impacts it. And right now, I find myself in an in, in a situation where, uh, and I, this is this has been a theme where jujitsu calls me. I go to sleep thinking about it. Uh, I dream about doing it with my kids. Um, it's it's some it's not something that I do. It's a part of who I am. As as a practice, competitions are something that I love. And what I love more deeply than competitions is the art and the practice of jiu-jitsu as it allows me to see who I am. It allows me a physical practice to move energy. It's a spiritual practice where it allows me to be in a space where I can see the truth of who I am, of my shadow and my light, of what's my strength and what needs to be worked on. And yet I do not have access to jiu-jitsu at home. Um, not in a way that respects and honours who I am and being in environments and cultures that allow me to be my best self. The environments that are available, I feel like I would have to compromise myself. I would have to leave part of myself behind or accept environments and cultures that are not in alignment with, with who I am and my value systems and, and respect what I bring to the table or what I bring to the mats both in my journey, my experiences and my jiu-jitsu. So now I'm in a situation where it's like, do I, do I walk away from <laughs> jiu-jitsu and it's not an option? It's, it's my whole body physically repels the idea of not doing jiu-jitsu ever again or even for a short time. So instead I'm looking at what's available to me and my intention behind really being honest with myself and really being brave to go, what are the options in front of me? What are the choices in front of me? And which ones really make me come alive? Which ones really make me feel, pull me forward? So lately when I've been, I've been facing a lot of life-changing decisions and truths 
that have been resonating in my spirit, my soul, and I've been allowing to be in my conscious mind rather than denying or hiding from myself and how I've been finding a way to resonate more with my spirit is by learning more about my body responses because my body has always been a powerful vehicle for my truth to come through, for my healing and my power to come through. And often for me, starting with the physical gets me out of my head, gets me into my body, and then that gets me into connection with my heart, my spirit, and my truth. And it's also a way for my ancestors, the universe, and my dreaming to communicate with me is through my body. And when I think about not doing jiu-jitsu, the tension, the the fear and the grief that sits in my spirit and my body tells me that that's not an option. So right now I've been making space to go, well, what is available to me and what options are there? And I've been sitting and doing the pros and cons and yet ultimately how I will make my final decision as to what's the next version of jiu-jitsu that's available to me on a home front will come from the resonance and the calling in my body. And how I do that is when I make space to sit and be quiet and still and I ask myself, uh, I've been delving into a little bit of human design and really seeking to get to know myself better and, and know my truth and how do I hear myself on a more deeply, fully open level and my ancestors and my dreaming and my body moves forward or my shoulders pull back, it ex- my body expands. And if my body curls up or it pulls back from something, I've also been making space to be curious about that response as well. Is it pulling back? Is it curling in on itself into a fetal position out of fear and trauma? Or is it because it's genuinely that thing's not meant for me? That one I'm still exploring. However, going back to the intention and the why behind the choices in front of me uh, if those intentions and that why doesn't just honor who I am but it also honors those that I love and the bigger purpose that I'm here to do and it adds value and is of service to my community to my family and to those that I love and no matter how big or scary that thing that calling that decision feels if it meets that criteria where it makes me, pulls me open, pulls me forward, it calls to my soul and my spirit. And I also know that it will be in alignment and service with those that I love and the community and the dreaming that I'm here to do, then that will be the decision that I make. However, it's taken me 20 years to get to a point where I've got the courage to sit with all the possibilities, to sit with all of the truth and also the integrity to sit with the intention and the why behind my decision making. Because ultimately, I know what Ani Oprah says to be true, that your intention and and your why behind doing something will ultimately be the thing that brings the energy back to you. And I have personal experience with that, with jujitsu. The first year that I went to Worlds, um, uh, when the first year I won a world title in 2015, my intention for being there was just to see what was available to me. 
and because my family believed in me and it was following the calling and the dreaming that I had. I wasn't there to win that year. I was there to put myself on the international stage and to be a part of it and to earn my own self-respect by showing up to my dreaming. And I won. The second year, 2016, when I went, it was more because of FOMO, because I'd been training for wrestling and I had just finished uh, qualifying for the national team, the Oceana team, and I won Oceana in 2016. And then I went to um, the Olympic qualifiers in um, Algeria, Algiers, and competed against Cameroon and Nigeria for a spot on the wrestling team for Australia to represent Australia at the 2016 Rio Olympics. However, I didn't qualify. That wasn't my, it was a part of my journey, but it wasn't the path I was meant to take. Um, it was a stop along the way. And when I got home, there was six weeks left to the Worlds. Uh, George was going um, and my team was going and I decided that I wanted to go too. And I was there just for the experience. I was there for fun. I was there to be a part of my team. And then when I was in the bullpen waiting to go on the mats for my match, one of my opponents, she was younger than me, and she looked me up and down as if to say, you got nothing. And rather than focusing on herself and her own jiu-jitsu, she decided to diminish me and try to belittle me by looking at me and dismissing me as if I didn't have anything to bring, as if I wouldn't be a challenge for her. Now I'm all for self-belief and I'm all for <clears throat> believing in yourself that your opponent doesn't have anything to match you. However, I'm not about disrespecting or dishonouring or underestimating the other person across from me because I know from experience that you never know what that person's going through. You never know what they've had to do to get there, to be in that moment, in that person, in that time and in that self. So I never underestimate anyone. And my intention, she lit something up in me that <laughs> is, is the next version of myself. Think of like Asian animes where the character fully is down and out, got nothing left and then something like an, an, a flashback or a connection to a purpose bigger than themselves lights them up and they fully stand up and they go from being this defeated nothing left version of themselves to this power their chi their energy their mana coming from them and they, their opponent just becomes shocked and going hold on you had nothing left think of mums who have or parents who have been in a situation where they've been able to lift cars off of their children or life life um, life and death situations where people have been able to do feats and things that seem almost inhuman. They almost seem superpowered, superhero type stuff. And that that's what happens when I feel like I'm being dismissed or disrespected. And it's not just about me, it's that you diminish and disrespect all of who I am and what I represent and what I bring. So I was like, this bitch is about to learn a lesson. Regardless of whether I win or lose, I will ensure that she never disrespects or underestimates the person who's across from her ever again. And I dominated like, I'd, like I hadn't in a long time. Like I said, that part of me that, need, that gets activated by those situations 
is is next level and she only gets woken up that version of myself only gets woken up when I'm at rock bottom or when I'm not stepping up to my power and potential and and by me not doing that that affects my children or it affects my community or what I'm here to do and it activates that part of me and requires me to step up and I felt my chi I felt my mana my power I don't know the Barkindji word or philosophy behind a person fully stepping into their power and having that that superpower moment, that superpower self. It's something that I d- definitely want to learn more about. And But the next year when I went, I was arrogant. I hadn't trained. I was focused on the shit that was going on in my life. I had become arrogant and dismissive and distracted. And when I went to Worlds, I thought, oh, I've got this. And I lost first round. I got dominated. And as the universe and the ancestors would have it, because I'd lost sight of my purpose, I was out of alignment and out of integrity with myself and my values and and my dreaming and our cultural practices and protocol. And the woman that I lost to that dominated me was actually a woman that I'd competed against the year before, not the one that I dominated and taught a lesson to but the other opponent that I competed at and I said and she was a completely different fighter the energy was completely different from the year before and I said to her I said what happened what a transformation and she said I'd happened the way I beat her the way I dominated her and the way she'd lost to herself and to me and the situation she made a promise to herself that she would never lose like that again and she trained all year with the memory of what had happened in our match to guide and fuel her on the days that she doubted herself to make sure that she showed up every day with what she had, with what she could to make sure that she was making some form of progress towards her goal of being a better person and a better jiu-jitsu player and a better version of herself that was available to her by showing up. Her intention and her why were in alignment and incongruent with her potential with her purpose, her dreaming, but also what was available to her, like her resources. And she was in alignment and in, and in integrity with the moment by showing up. And her showing up was about her showing up for herself to ensure that she never lost to herself for a situation like that again. And losing like that isn't about tapping out in the moment or losing the match. It's about not losing to yourself for fear or doubt or arrogance and it's also not losing because you didn't show up and do the work and develop yourself and your potential to the best of your ability with the resources and the time that's available to you. And having these memories and these experiences is so important to me because it allows me a blueprint for when I've been in my shadow when I've been a victim of my own shit, my own arrogance and my own fear and also when I've been in alignment and congruent with my power and my purpose and my integrity and that's where I sit right now is what is my intention and why behind my jiu-jitsu and my intention and my why behind finding a way to train and it and a, not just a way to train at home, but a way that's in alignment with my values, 
and and the culture and the environment that I want to develop myself in because ultimately I have an impact and an effect my energy my values who I am and what I bring to the mats has an influence and a ripple effect on the environment that I'm in but also the environment and the culture that I'm in also has an impact and an influence on me and I'm being very intentional in this season moving forward about what I'm bringing to the mats by who I'm being, the energy, the thoughts that I'm having. And it's a deep season of letting go of surrender, of doing the inner work to move from survival mode in my life to thriving by healing, by becoming more of myself and coming home to myself and allowing that work to be the thing that is the coil of what I'm weaving next. And also being very intentional about what cultures and environments I put myself in understanding that intentionally or not, they influence who I'm being, they influence um, how I show up and they also influence where I'm going and what my future holds. So what's your intention and why? Be very open to being honest and truthful with yourself in understanding what is your intention and your why behind your actions, behind your decisions and by understanding what brings you forward versus what pulls you back allows you to be really open to your inner calling, your inner knowing and allowing that to guide your decision making and when your intention and your why is in alignment and congruent with your bigger dreaming and those things have an impact and serve a bigger purpose and a bigger community other than yourself There's a power in that that cannot be denied and that's what I'm looking forward to experiencing in this next season, in this next book of my life as I close out the old book and I allow a new book to be written through me, by me and for me is the role jiu-jitsu plays in the unfolding of Chantelle Thompson, the Barkindji warrior, the warrior heart, Anishan, Kilalana, Namika, Indigi millionaire, Indigipreneur, all of the roles that I hold, but all of those roles exist and come and are roots from the seed of who I am. So as I allow this new seed to be planted and I allow myself to go deep into the process of becoming and unfolding, my intention and my why behind my jiu-jitsu is because it's a space for me to become myself. It's a space that calls to me and it's also a vehicle for me to do the work that I'm here to do in the world. So whatever you're here to do, allow yourself to be open to the intention and the why. Allow yourself to let go of things that don't serve and honour that intention and that why. And also allow your intention and your why to be connected to a bigger purpose that serves your community or the world outside of yourself because those two things woven together allow yourself to step fully into your power and your unfolding in a way that almost feels superhuman and deeply spiritual. Big love you, mob.